Hey guys, you're listening to the JK Experience, where we train leaders to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. Hey, Josh Kalinowski, back at you. And uh, yeah, we're going uh, round number, what are we on, number eight? Number eight with our uh, 10 things for an extraordinary, 10 things to live an extraordinary life of impact, influence, and faith. And uh, once again, we're just going to do a quick recap. I am solo, as I said before. James is on a sabbatical and we miss him dearly, but uh, life goes on and we are, we're holding strong. We're holding the fort down and uh, people are shouldering the, the burden of him gone, but that's okay. That's what we do, right? Uh, number one was uh, start digging. Number two was uh, own your story. Number three, of course, was giving away authority. Uh, number four was to choose your hard Number five was exercise your no muscle. Man, I tell you what, we are going through 75 hard again for the second time. We, you know, we got the first one done, so we're good. I haven't failed, so that's awesome. Uh, and I will tell you the one thing that really stuck out to me was just this ability to exercise the no muscle and how important that is in our lives. So that is definitely in the top 10. So it's number five, as a matter of fact. Cut the tether. Uh, if you guys have read Mark Batterson's book, uh, he talks about Cut the Tether, which is great. Uh, win the Day, the book, by the way. Um, and then uh, Move Your Finish Line. Uh, we talked about that last time. And now we're under number eight. And I got to tell you, there's, uh, there's a few things that, well, I shouldn't say, there's a lot of things that excite me. And, uh, and there's a lot of things that motivate the heck out of me. And I look for things, I look for motivation on a daily basis, by the way. Uh, if you're around me, I'm always constantly, I am constantly looking at how I can fill my cup. And, uh, and I do that because I know that I have, that I, my job is to fill the cup of so many other people. And if you are in a position, if you're in a position where your job is to inspire and motivate and keep the other people in your lives cups overflowing, we all know it gets tiring. It gets exhausting and you better show up. You better be ready to bring it every single day. And I don't like the, you know, there's no updates because and when I say every single day, there's also time where you need to recover. There's times where you need to take care of yourself. There's no doubt about it, but you just don't know when that day is all the time, right? You don't know when that day is where you just need to be able to show up for people because life doesn't stop as we know. And things happen every single day that are out of our control. And so number eight, I just, I love this one. Um, it's, it's, uh, number eight is light the wick. Uh, I was probably about two months into my conversation with, uh, a mentor of mine and we were talking about just life and, 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 and talking about like, how do you stay in those moments where you're in that groove? What do you do? to stay in those moments that really light you on fire where you feel like I am living in my purpose. This is freaking awesome. And so lighting your wick is the simple concept of how do you stay within your framework? The framework, of course, is the things that light you on fire, the things that motivate you, the things that get you out of bed early, the things that keep you up at night uh, and you can't sleep because you're constantly thinking about it. And I love it because uh, my mentor kind of explained it to me in this in this matter of fact way was, you know, we, we spend so much time on the wax of the candle. 
and we worry about the wax so much. We build and build and build and we build that wax and we build that wax, but we never pay attention to the wick. And before we know it, we've, we've, we've spent years and years of our lives just building this wax. And then we realize and we wake up one day and then our wick is just so small and it's almost about to burn out because we've never taken care of it. We've never grown it. We've never matured it. And, I, and we know this to be true because everybody, so many people, I should say, so many people go through those moments in their life where they're wondering, did I just waste the last 20 years of my life chasing something that really isn't important? You know, men go through these moments and it seems like it's always in their 40s or in their early 50s, right, where they have this midlife crisis. You know, and the old caveat was that they go get a convertible or they'd go get divorced and they'd go find a young, hot chick, right? Those are kind of like, that's the, that's the image of what that looks like. But I will tell you, like, it's, it's even, it's, it's much different and it's even worse to a certain point because they become disassociated and they, they, they stop, they stop caring and, and they become almost disenfranchised to the life that they've created. And there's people, their family members that are just standing around going like, what, what, what? What's going on with dad? Where do you go, right? And what does dad do? He's going to play golf or he's going on these trips or he's doing things that really don't involve the family and those that are dependent upon him. And so it's our job to light the wick. It's our job to live more in our framework if we want to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. This isn't just about being average anymore. This isn't just about settling in to life. And unfortunately, we find ourselves in complacency a lot. We find ourselves where we just kind of go with the status quo and we don't want to ruffle the feathers too much. You know, I want, I want the security. I'm good with that. I'm okay. You know, just, you know, just I'll stay out of your way. You stay out of mine. I'm okay. No, I don't really need to do that. It's just easier not to. And we kind of put our passions on the side. We kind of put our desires on the side because either, well, I mean, just name it. There's so many things that happen in life, right? Uh, you get disappointed. You have a failure. Um, you get told no, um, You don't believe in yourself. People make fun of you for it. People don't believe you. There's too many restraints. You don't have the money to do it. You got way too many responsibilities. Who are you to do that? You can just, I mean, just keep adding to the list of these negative voices that if you take ownership of, of course, you're not going to start working in your framework. You're not going to do the thing because one of the misconceptions is that we have to do it great. Like we have to, when we think of greatness in our lives, we think of, oh man, I'm not great at anything in my life. Because we have that voice in our head that says you have to be great in order to follow what it is that you're passionate about or what lights you on fire. And common sense would tell us, listen, you're not going to be great at anything that you do the first time or the second time, or for that matter, maybe even the hundredth time. But is that what it's really all about? If something that you're pursuing, you find tremendous joy in, 
and it lights your life on fire, do you have to be great at it? And I, of course, would argue no. What you have to do is give yourself permission for it. What you have to do is give yourself the opportunity to take ownership of it. And I already know there's a lot of guys. I, I mean, listen, I have awesome conversations with men all the time about things that they are passionate about. But here's the problem is that they have never earned the right to go and do it and chase it because they haven't made the deposits in their lives, which when I say lives, I mean their wives and their children to pursue those passions in their life. And so you have to make a decision to make deposits so that you have the freedom and the opportunities to chase the things that light you on fire. And even if you are single, even if you have nobody that you hold yourself accountable to, you still have to make deposits in yourself to give you that freedom to do it because you do deserve it when you have done the things that allow you to deserve it. You got to work hard. You got to pursue in the right manner the things that are important to you. And it's easy for us to forget that. But I would challenge each and every one of us, uh, uh, every one of us to go back to when we were children. Go back to when you were imagining what you were going to be when you grew up. How easy was it for you to make a list? How unabashed were you when somebody asked you what you wanted to be? Because you weren't bittered, bruised, broken by the world, by people. You had hope. Maybe you had a belief in yourself because you had great people around you. You had moms and dads that were constantly pouring into you and telling you that you, they loved you and supporting you and, tell, and, and reaffirming that you could be anything you wanted to be as long as you stayed focused on it and you gave it your all. And you never quit. But sometime along the way of our journey in life, We forgot to stop dreaming. And maybe, maybe you didn't have any bad experiences. Maybe you didn't really have any failures. Maybe you just simply started hanging out with the wrong people that started settling for things in life. And you just felt you needed to settle and get comfortable in yours as well. You know, it's interesting when I'm having these conversations with men in particular, and I do coach a lot of women as well too. So I should say when I'm having conversations with men and women, uh, I'm asking them like, what, like what lights you on fire? What do you get excited about? What do you want to do more of? It's very difficult for them to talk about it. If they do know it, it's very difficult for them to talk about it because they don't want to say it out loud. It is so embarrassing to say it out loud. It sounds foolish. If you want to be free, 
If you want to do more of the flame work, you've got to give yourself permission to speak freely about the things that light you on fire. And then you got to surround yourself with those people. You got to bring those people into your life because they're the ones that are going to support you. They're the ones that are going to encourage you. They're the ones that are going to challenge you to continue to pursue it, to make time for it, to invest in it. You know, this life is just way too short. It's way too short to be wondering, man, would I do it all over again? You know, if I didn't have this or this responsibility, if I didn't have that, like what would I really, really do in life? What would I pursue? What is it that, what is it that lights me on fire that I'm not giving myself permission to chase? I don't know about you, but I am not going to be on my deathbed ever wondering that question. I would rather pursue and fail knowing I left it all out there. Knowing I didn't settle and I wasn't complacent. Light the wick in your life and see how it will change your perspective on what it takes to live a life of extraordinary impact, influence, and faith. Love you all, you guys. Hey, listen, you guys know price of admission is to share this because there's somebody in your life right now. I promise you, there's somebody in your life right now that is not lighting the wick and you see it and you know exactly what they should be chasing. Let them know about it. All right, love you all.